Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. I have a wonderful guest, a dear friend, who I'll introduce to you in the moment. Very excited about having her on the show today. But first, of course, we have our little section from my book, Everyday Awakening, um, and so let, let's get into it and we'll get the show on the road. Um, so today's section is called rather, I think it's apropos section for our, our discussion today. Balance happens over an entire life, not in a day or a week. Work-life balance is something rarely achieved. We think that's what we want to have in life. Yet we actually need to be uneven in our focus to operate well in this world. Sometimes we need to work more. Other times we need to focus on our relationships. Still other times we need to pay more attention to our health. Life does not often give us a chance to do all this and more on the same day. When we are young, our health is usually strong and we desire to build our career or business. As we mature, finding a partner and creating a family becomes important to us. Then, as we age and get on in years, our health is of primary concern. There is nothing wrong with having different priorities at different times. We do not need to be perfectly balanced and focusing on all things at all times. Perhaps one week we want to spend more time connecting with friends. The next week, we desire to be more with our family or parents. Still at other times, we're working hard to get a project done. Or perhaps we are spending a great deal of time looking for a new job or switching careers. Maybe even going back to school to learn a new skill or technology. 
Sometimes we even come down with wonderlust and decide to spend our days traveling the world. This one's uh, coming up a lot for people lately. Focusing intensely on one of these areas more than the others is not only normal, but expected. And when the time comes that we decide to spend as much time as possible with a dying relative or a friend with a serious disease, this is appropriate too. The balance in life is not about what area we are focusing our daily schedule on. It is about having a full, well-rounded life that we look back upon one day and feel satisfied. Balance occurs most often in the long view of life, not in the short term. So let's stop criticizing ourselves for not having more balance in our lives and start accepting that it is all just a part of life. So where in your life do you need to be a little out of balance? What requires your attention more today than yesterday? So I I wrote this section a a few years ago um, around a time when I was just coming across uh, my my consciousness and, and, and seeing things a lot. Everyone was talking about work-life balance, work-life balance, got to have more work-life balance. And it was all the rage. And I was kind of like, yeah, we need all more work-life balance. And then I thought, you know what? I, I looked at my own life at the moment. I'm like, I'm not that balanced at the moment. And I was kind of feeling down on myself for not having this balance, and, and I really thought about it and, and, and reflected on it a bit. And then I realized, you know what? Because I was talking with somebody who was in the middle of a startup and he was working like 18 hours a day to get this startup off the ground. And I realized, you know what? That's what he needed to do at the time. And then I was talking with somebody else and they were spending like all this time with their parents who were elderly. And I think one of them was in hospice and, one, and the other one had Alzheimer's and they're spending all this time with their parents. I was like, that's what they needed to do at the time. And so, and then someone else I know was like really getting into fitness and they're spending two hours a day in the gym and doing all this stuff. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that, but I don't have the time to do that right now. And it's not that I didn't have the time to do it. It's just, I had different priorities at the time. And then I began to realize that actually there's the idea of balance. We have such a a short view of balance. And there's something I feel like Western society in general, we always take the short view. We're always like, what, what happening, you know, this quarter, this month, this week. But actually I began to see that balance happens over a much longer period of time. And that, yeah, sometimes we need to spend a lot of time on one aspect of life. And then other times we spend time on another aspect of life. And that, when we have different priorities, we can't always be doing everything at the same time. There's only 24 hours in a day. There's only so much we can do. There's only so much energy we have. Now, can we be a little bit more balanced in certain areas and other areas? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But just this concept of of, of work-life balance, or not even just work-life balance, but just, oh, I've got to be completely balanced in my life. I don't know. It just doesn't sit that well with me anymore. And, and it's interesting because um, I remember, you know, 11 years ago when I took over the station from Giorgio, who became a monk, 
And I heard him, we, we had some discussions and we, I remember talking to him about balance and he says, well, actually in, in his tradition, he said, we don't really believe in balance. We believe in harmony. And he said, because balance is something that you can never ever achieve 100% balance in all things. But harmony is the ability to go from one extreme to another. And, and I, I just, it's always sat there in sort of the back of my mind. And I was like, actually, that just feels more right to me, that it's more harmony that we should be focusing on, not balance. Um, because it, it, you look at nature, nature is not balanced, right? I mean, at least I, I'm in the Northeast of the United States, and some people are in California, and they don't have seasons, but here we have seasons. And, and no matter where you are, the weather is, is always different. But, you know, winter is, is, is extreme in one way and summer is extreme in another way. That, that's not balanced if you look at just a day or a week in the middle of a season. But if you look at the overall year, yeah, there's balance. There, there's, we're in the middle of fall now. The, the trees are changing colors. The leaves are dropping off. The, the plants are going into hibernation mode. And then it's time for winter where we rest. And then spring comes where it's the renewal and regrowth. And then summer comes where everything is in full bloom and we're harvesting the crops and we're doing, and then we go back into autumn. And so I just sort of felt like it was important to sort of put this idea out there to look at balance, not from a very limited, very finite perspective, but from a much more overall perspective, from a perspective of what happens over an entire lifetime, not in an individual day or an individual week. And I just seen it myself. And when I come to accept and to, to just be present to how certain times in my life I focus on certain things and then other times I focus on other things. And, and it's kind of interesting because also I notice sometimes certain patterns, like there's certain times of the year I'm doing a lot of deep spiritual work in like literally in certain months, like September, October, for some reason, there's always a lot of spiritual work. And then like April, May, always a lot. And then kind of in between some, but not necessarily as much. And then, of course, I'm more active in the spring and summertime. I'm exercising more, moving my body more. Then the wintertime, more indoors, more resting, more focusing on, on sowing the seeds and, and building things. So I just sort of, uh, I, I hope that this is uh, um, helpful. And, and I hope this just gets people to think a little bit. I'm not, I'm not saying you should agree with me. I'm a big believer in don't believe a word I say, just, just try it on for size sometime and see how it feels for you. But it's just something I felt was a, a good, something important enough that I really wanted to include in the book, which if you like this little section, you want to get the book, make sure you go to everydayawakeningbook.com. It'll take you straight to the listing on Amazon for the book. And if you don't want to buy your books from Amazon, I get it. You can always go to, um, we're in a major distributor, so you can go to any bookstore and ask them to order it for you. Um, okay. Uh, oh, and I see uh, loyal listeners, Patty and Sanaya checking in on the Facebook Live. I see Sanaya says, out of balance is the new me, but it's okay. I kind of like it. There. <laughs> Good for you, Sanaya. And Patty, I'm glad you're, you're checking in today. Okay. 
All right. So now uh, let me introduce to you my guest. I'm very pleased to have business strategist, author, speaker, change agent, and CEO, Suzanne Taylor King with me, or affectionately known in our circles as STK. Uh, Suzanne has condensed over 35 years of experience and study in exercise, nutrition, holistic living, and delivers it in a 16-step process for living your best life. Since 2009, Suzanne has supported entrepreneurs, practice owners, and leaders to grow personally and professionally. She's a technology wizard and a master certified coach with over 10,000 hours of coaching. And you know, they say it takes 10,000 hours to truly master something. With a unique coaching background and a genuine interest in seeing others succeed. So you know, she's my kind of people. Drawing upon her background as a competitive athlete. Ooh, I have to find out in which, you know, I don't even know in what, what, aspects you commuted in. 20 years as a dental hygienist in the study of positive psychology, the neuroscience of habits, nutrition, and personal well-being. She takes coaching to the next level for her clients. This combination of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, that is, positive psychology, emotional intelligence, high-performance habits, ancient wisdom, and modern tools, now known as Taylor, the tailored method has been dubbed the secret weapon for entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Suzanne. Thank you so much for having me. And after after that reading, what perfect timing yeah. for us to talk about that. That's great. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so I got to ask you, what did you compete in? What kind of an athlete were you? Uh, swimming when I was younger, oh, and okay. then into my twenties, snowboarding snowboarding oh mm -hmm. interesting yeah the, the, the last time I went with a friend who was going skiing and I did a little bit of snowboarding it was an interesting experience but it it, it was kind of funny because you know I went to the, the classes for two days and the first day they just had us you know go up a small hill kind of come down a little bit and it was fine and I when I was a kid I skateboarded a little bit but it's been decades since I did that but mm -hmm. I kind of got the hang of it a little bit but then the second day, only four people showed up. So the instructor was like, okay, let's go up the hill. And I was like, what? And so we took this mm -hmm. ski lift up and I got on the snowboard and coming down the hill. And I just like had no control. And I was like, get out of the way, get out of the way. I ended up <laughs> banging into a woman. And that's how I finally stopped. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So I was like, after that, I was like, um, I think I'll wait a little while for snowboarding. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's not an easy sport to master. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. You know what? It's time for us to take our first break. Let me take the break. And when we come back, I'd like to know a little bit more sort of about your journey and like, how did you come to be a coach? Cause I tend to find like most people, when we're kids, we don't really think of like, Oh, when I grow up, I want to be a coach. Right. No. No. Didn't even so know what it was. <laughs> right, exactly. To me, it was like, you know, a sports coach. That was the only kind of coach you knew of as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I, I like to hear a little bit and we'll set kind of set the context in the stage and then kind of get into our um, talk today, which is all going to be about beliefs. So sounds great. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook via Facebook Live. And we will be right back with Suzanne Taylor King right after this. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? 
Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Suzanne Taylor King. So Suzanne, um, when you were a kid, like, what was it you were looking to do when you grow up? I mean, obviously, not necessarily be a coach or uh, a dental hygienist. What, 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 what was your like, sort of the initial stuff that kind of drew you? Uh, creative things uh, like photography uh, and crafts and being outdoors. And of uh, course, Hanging with um, my friends outside, biking, you know, being active, getting dirty. And I, I think <laughs> when I look at those natural tendencies, um, I ended up exactly where I was supposed to. <laughs> where, where did you grow up? Did you grow up in the Northeast or elsewhere? Uh, in South Jersey. Yeah. Oh, in South Jersey. I was going to say, it sounds mm -hmm. like, like usually I find more outdoor people like in, in warmer climates, I guess, when it's nicer. So, um, uh, how did you get into like um, going into the dental industry? And then, and then from that, like, how did you get into the study of psychology and neuroscience and all that good stuff? Well, it's been, a, it's been a very crooked journey. Um, <laughs> but I will say it started um, just with a love of learning about different topics. And when I decided to go to college for dental hygiene, it was science that was intriguing me. Uh. And I met a dental hygienist at the time. Um, and it just, she had her own house and she had this cute little sports car. And, you know, she went to college for three years and she was making great money and independent. And I thought, 
okay, that could be the way that I fuel my travel and my love of the outdoors. It was the so sports it car. It's always the sports car that gets people. It was. <laughs> it was. It was a little convertible MG, too. Oh. Um, and I, I think through dental hygiene and being exposed to patients all the time. So, you know, it's 40 hours a week, 30 hours mm-hmm. a week, every hour, another patient. I, I came to realize that I was more in tune with my patient's health than the other people that I worked with, even the doctor sometimes. Um, So I was very connected uh, just when I was in close proximity to a patient. And I used to believe that it was because I had their medical history in front of me, that I could kind of read the situation. Um, But really, I think it was a little bit of intuition and a little bit of being able to read people really well. And of course, I loved having conversations with 20 or 30 people a day. So when I looked at the things that I loved about dental hygiene, it was the medical aspect of it, the health oriented aspects of it, and then connecting with people. So as I began to uh, expand my career and get more involved with the wellness aspects of dentistry, I started doing a little consulting for a couple different doctors on their wellness programs, uh-huh. meaning nutrition, blood pressure, you know, sugar elimination program, quitting smoking programs. And I was really hooked with the one-on-one interactions, mm. helping clients quit bad habits. So mm. hence the study of habits and high performance habits and installing uh. habits, deleting them. Ah, so it kind of started sort of on the nutritional and 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 the well-being level, and then kind of got into the psychological level of like, yeah. okay, uh, you know, to help people to change their diet and to 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 be a little bit different about what they consume. We need to kind of get into the inside because changing a habit's not that easy, is it? No, and that's that was really the eye-opening thing for me because I have ridiculous willpower. If I decide to do something, mm. I do it. And that's just inherent in me. Right. But when I started working with patients, I quickly realized that they couldn't turn on and off mm. habits like I could. So I, I dove into studying how do you change a habit? How do you get rid of a bad habit? And that led towards positive psychology. And gotcha. So, so, it, so it felt natural when it was happening. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I'm just curious, when you were learning about how to change a habit, mm-hmm. what did was there anything that you learned sort of initially that really surprised you about how to change a habit? Yes, to attach it to another habit that you're already doing. Oh, okay. Can you give an example? Um, well, I always use brushing your teeth, you know, mm-hmm. hence the dental hygienist. So we brush mm-hmm. our teeth hopefully twice a day. Um, And if somebody is looking to install a habit of maybe positive affirmations or uh, saying a mantra every day, or maybe just meditating and breathing for a couple minutes a day, it's the perfect time to do it is when you're brushing your teeth because you're already doing that two times a day. 
So by attaching those small habits together, you end up with maybe a morning routine of habits that are all stacked on top of each other. Ah, I see. I see. So it's kind of like you have an existing habit that you kind of anchor things onto, and then you start to build on that. So because that one habit is is something that we anchor in and it's there, it's already so strong in it, then we, we build up from that. Yeah, I got you. That's interesting. That's interesting. Never thought it that way. Oh, and I see Ray Harrison joining us on the Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Great to see you, Ray. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, and, and so what was it that kind of got you to finally step away from working in the, <laughs> the world of dentistry and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go out there and just be a coach full time? Well, honestly, it was tragedy. Um, oh. my, mom, my mom passed away. Um, about a year before I got married. So it was 2004 Mm -hmm. and my mom passed away very suddenly. Mm -hmm. And my dad and I had a conversation about things that he wished he had done with my mom because she was only 67 when she passed away. Uh... And it was, you know, a regretful conversation that we had but yet a happy conversation. So many good memories that they shared, but things that he wished he had done Mm -hmm. before she passed. And he said, you never know when you're going to go and you need to be doing what you want to be doing. Mm. And it just, I don't know. There was something inside of me that I, I, I just wanted to be doing something different. And I didn't know what that was. Um, But not long after that, I started back to school for nutrition Uh and wellness. Um, So that was the beginning of kind of investigating where I wanted to go. Cool, cool. Yeah, sometimes uh, I've seen that in in many people where there's something in their life that just shakes them up. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like that shakeup kind of wakes them up and go, oh, do I really want to be doing this the rest of my life? And then they kind of go yeah. in a different direction. So yeah, okay, interesting, interesting. Um, so you focus a lot on beliefs in your work, right? About about what it is we believe in. Why are beliefs so important? Well, I I think it starts with you know I hate to be cliche and say mindset is everything. But in all the different areas that I've coached people in, from nutrition to fitness to cardiovascular training to fear, getting past fears, building up confidence, every single topic that I've ever coached around, Mm -hmm. it all comes back to your personal beliefs about yourself, maybe judgments you're having about other people stories you create and all of that is inside of your own head and i i really believe well here we go another belief Um, (laughs) there's a belief (laughs) i i really believe that life can be created and improved from the inside out Mm -hmm. and it took a long time to really believe that Like I I read it and intellectually I understood it, but it took a long time to actually ingrain it in, in my person 
mm-hmm. and move forward with yeah. it. it. Yeah, it's funny. Just uh, in in the way you said what you said, it reminds me of the the Esther Hicks quote that a uh, 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 um, a belief is just a story that we tell ourselves over and over again until we believe it. Yes. Uh, uh, so when you started, when you realized, and I understand it took a long time to, to change your beliefs, but were there some beliefs that you noticed about that you had yourself that kind of surprised you that that was a belief that you held? Oh, yes. I, I mean, there's been numerous things that, you know, from beliefs from childhood that came from your parents that, you know, weren't necessarily yours or the time period that I was born, you know, born in the sixties, there was certain things in place that that was the belief of that time or Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs about money that came from my mom or my grandmother even. Yeah. 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 Right. What are some of those old expressions that we all heard as kids, right? Money doesn't grow (laughs) on trees. What do you think? I'm a bank. Do I look like a maid of money? All those Mm -hmm. kinds of things that, getting grained into our unconscious that then we start living out of those beliefs without even realizing that we're holding on to those beliefs. Oh, absolutely. And I I think the hardest one for me being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. over the last 30 years was young ladies don't ask for money. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. that 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 came from my grandmother right? Mm. But if if I have that belief, how am I ever going to be in business for myself and ask right. people to pay me for my services? Like, right. I, I really had to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet. Okay. Um, it's time for us to take another break. Uh, when we come back, let's talk about maybe what are some common beliefs that you work on with your clients and and how do we actually go about shifting the beliefs and maybe give our audience some tips and some 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 practices that they can use that when they find a belief that they're holding that doesn't necessarily serve them what they can do to shift it okay Suzanne sounds awesome awesome wonderful so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity You're listening to talkradio.nyc, and we will be right back after these messages. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space? I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Paco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? 
Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauber, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Suzanne Taylor King, Master Coach. Um, so over the years that you've been coaching and working with people, Suzanne, what kinds of beliefs do you find people are holding that they don't even realize they're holding that are ones that are very fundamental to helping them? Well, I think number one is I'm not good enough, good enough, smart enough, worthy, um, yeah. Uh, the the belief that they are less than mm-hmm. another person, and and typically that's you know comparisonitis or somebody mm-hmm. in their same position or career or e- even maybe just a friend. You know, um, sure. I I think that's number one. Yeah. And and, and so, how do you work with someone to to shift that belief or to at least help people to stop comparing themselves to other people? Well, I think stopping the comparison-itis game is really key. You know, before social media, like mm-hmm. when I was a, a child or a teenager, even in college, there wasn't social media to compare myself to. So right. the only things I had to compare myself to were the people that I saw every day, maybe a movie, maybe a TV show, but it wasn't this constant influx of information. So I think digital detoxing is Mm. very important when you're working on beliefs about yourself. Um, Mm. And then looking at what the actual truth is. So gaining some Mm. uh, evidence, you know, many of my clients are very linear thinkers professionals Mm. from engineers, service providers, doctors, dentists, and they need evidence. They need, you you have to show, show me why I shouldn't be on social media or electronics as much or, Mm -hmm. um, and I think that evidence piece, I use that to my advantage as a coach. So Mm -hmm. if I have a client who's struggling with beliefs about themselves I have them go back to a childhood friend or a family member and maybe childhood 
picture and think about that time in their life and connect with some people from that time. And what were those natural qualities that you had mm. at that age? And then we go from there. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, uh, Sinai on the Facebook Live, uh, I, I posted a question, what beliefs are you holding that you're looking to change? And she says, the belief that I have to be responsible to fix everything. Oh, well, that's very common. Um, people who are pleasers, who mm-hmm. want other people's good graces or love or affection or just want people to like me. Mm-hmm. We tend to want to be fixers. We tend to say, oh, let me give you this. Let me help you do this to our own detriment. So mm-hmm. I I think when you are a pleaser, it's helpful to really look at, am I just trying to have someone like me or mm-hmm. do I genuinely want to say yes to this? Do I want to do this? Right. Um, I think that's key. So, so it's really kind of knowing ourselves well enough to mm-hmm. understand our own motivations and that are we motivated uh, truly out of a desire from our hearts of like, I want to contribute, I want to support, I want to, uh, you know, uplift people, or is it something else? Is it coming from mm-hmm. a place of, oh, um, people won't like me if I'm not helping them. So let me help them so that then they'll like me and they'll approve of me and they'll, they'll think I'm a good person um, because I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm a good person. But if they say I'm a good person, then I must be a good person. Yes. Yes. And, and I think sometimes we, um, at least I, when I first started as a coach, um, I started my business in person. So mm-hmm. I was working at a gym, I was coaching fitness, nutrition, and my clients walked in the door. Mm-hmm. And they hired me because I was the person that they hired, because right. I worked there. So I didn't have to depend on Suzanne Mm -hmm. to go out and sell working with Suzanne. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I remember that adjustment period when I went from, you know, clients walking in, here's the nutrition person. Oh, Suzanne, nice to meet you. Great. Hired to oh, I have, I have to sell somebody on working with me. Ooh, how mm-hmm. do I do that? Mm-hmm. I have to talk about myself in a way on social media that to me felt braggy. It felt mm-hmm. like, ooh, ooh, I have to talk about my accomplishments. I have to talk mm-hmm. about praise people have given me or mm-hmm. certifications or knowledge that I have. And it felt super, well, it was uncomfortable. Right. And it, felt against what I was supposed to be, what I was taught, how I was Mm. raised. And I really had to work at realizing if I was going to have a business, Mm. I needed to talk about what I do and how do I do that and reframe it so that it didn't feel like, oh, I can help you or buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Uh, And that was an adjustment period for sure. Right. Because when we, when we go out and network and and promote ourselves from a place of 
like scarcity from a place of mm-hmm. oh uh, a desperation almost oh i need clients i need clients come work with me come work with me that doesn't really attract people does it it actually kind of turns people off but if we come from a place of hey i don't know if i can help you this is how i've worked with other people these are kind of the results they got if that resonates with you great let's work together and if it doesn't that's fine too well, I think it's the attachment to the outcome. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're looking for clients, I work with many new coaches now, mm-hmm. and yeah. it it the the rejection and the oh well, I offered my help and they don't want it, or I offered my help and you know they hired somebody else instead of me. And that happens all the time. Get used to it. Yeah. So yeah. it's you you kind of have to build up that resilience to just say, if I know I can help someone, I'm just gonna show up powerfully. And you know, when I meet someone, if I have expertise that would help them, of course I'm going to offer some sort uh, here's a book to read here's a video to watch here's some resource but that opens up the conversation for somebody to say oh have you worked with clients like me before Mm -hmm. i'd much rather have that conversation than me saying you should hire me hey sam you know we met we met networking uh, Sam, you know, you need to work with a coach and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, right. that, that's not how. Now, for some people it works for, but for me, it, it's much more fun just to go out there and serve and help and connect people. But how do right. you do that without people feeling like you're selling to them? And I, I, I think it's, it, it's a fine line. And, and it also sounds though like, it, it's coming from a place of a belief in abundance as opposed to scarcity, that there's well, more yeah. than enough people that we're going to resonate with who are going to come to us and say, hey, I'd like to work with you just mm-hmm. because of either how we look or how we talk or our backgrounds or experience. And so when we come from a place of knowing that there's more than enough people for us to work with, then we don't have to, you know, engage in these like manipulative marketing tactics to get somebody to, to work with us. But it's the hardest thing to fully embrace. And Mm. I understand when someone says to me, well, you're a coach, but yet you're connected to all these other coaches. And I facilitate a conversation once a month, a round table for coaches. And people say, well, why would you do that? That's just, (laughs) well, why wouldn't I do that? Um, One, I have a lot of coaches that are clients, but two, learning from your peers is so powerful. You know, the power of a mastermind or a group conversation is so powerful. So a give back to me, to every coach that I'm connected with is let me facilitate those hard conversations and let's learn from each other. And I love it, but 
I've definitely, people have said to me, well, why would you do that? They're your competition. And I don't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the idea of uh, focusing on cooperation as opposed to competition. And that that by coming together, we're actually stronger and we could do better by sharing with each other and supporting each other as opposed to, um, oh, no, I'm not going to work with those people because they, they might take a client who's, who I want to work with or something. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's sort of the more we come together. I mean, it's a great uh, example of, of how coming together actually helps everybody. Yes. Absolutely. And it, I feel as though when you surround yourself with like-minded people who believe in collaboration and connection and networking, right? If you surround yourself with people who believe that, it it just naturally has this effect on your business and your positivity and your vibration and and just your overall well-being. So right. rather than being in competition mode, oh, my client, you stole my client, or you, you you know, rather than that, to be in that place of abundance and collaboration is just way more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Way more fun. Um, Okay. Oh, I see Patty on the Facebook Live says, having been taught by nuns really caused me to be a pleaser. Had to go to Mm -hmm. a shrink to retrain myself. (laughs) Very good, Patty. (laughs) absolutely absolutely okay it's time for us to take i can't believe it already our last break of the show um when we come back uh, let's talk about what kinds of things are people showing up with today given the the world that we're in with the last year and a half and the challenges that most people are dealing with today like like what are the, the 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 most recent challenges and then how do we deal with those okay suzanne sounds good Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Master Coach Suzanne Taylor King. So, so Suzanne, over the last year and a half, you know, close to two years now, uh, things have been a little bit different in the world. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what kinds of challenges have your clients been showing up with and how have you been supporting them to, to deal with those challenges? Well, I definitely notice a lot more loneliness. Mm. A lot more isolation and a lot more um, dependence on electronics, social media, constant Zoom meetings. And I, I think digital um, fatigue is a real, mm. real thing, uh, even more so now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So is there an underlying belief to that? Well, I think it's more, um, you know, we're, we're working from home for the most part and people are actually working more yeah. than they were before, um, which I, I never thought that would happen. You know, yeah. even, even to me, uh, mm -hmm. when I used to have an office to go to years ago, uh, I worked my 40 hour work week or 30 hour work week and I came home and work was over. You right. know, it was very transactional. Right. Well, you had very clear boundaries, yeah. right? It was like, okay, yeah. this is work time. And then now this is personal time. Correct. And being an entrepreneur is not like that. It's, it's totally different. Now the past year and a half has been almost, well, there's nothing else to do. I might as well write a blog post. Oh, I might as well check social media. Oh, I might as well do some personal development or a course that's going to improve my business. And I think there's been a lot of overworking, uh, mm. especially for my entrepreneur clients. Yeah. So what do you recommend to them? Oh, a, a, a schedule of self-care and fun and putting those things back on the calendar and getting really clear on your boundaries about work, life. You know, I'm not going to use the word balance because I don't <laughs> believe in that, which I really resonated with what you read today. Um, I feel like when you're intentional with your work day and I always use myself as an example because I have to do these things myself if I'm going to ask my clients to do it. That's just how I'm wired. Right. Um, and by having clear boundaries with your work day, your work hours, these are the hours I see clients. These are the hours I check email. Mm -hmm. It helps me stay focused, you know, throughout mm -hmm. the day. Um, Whatever method works for you, you know, electronic calendar, paper calendar, time blocking, Pomodoro method, doesn't matter. <laughs> Follow something. Right. 
Right. You know, it's interesting. I find that when it comes to having very strong, clear boundaries, most people are not that good at it. And it's actually very uncomfortable for them to set clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? That's the pleaser. That's the wanting people to like us. Um, I, I think we're wired, you know, survival wise to not have confrontations with people. So I think it takes strong internal awareness to say yes and no clearly um, to create those schedule boundaries. Uh, FOMO is a real thing. You know, if I don't take this meeting, so that's asking me for a time this week, they're not going to want to meet with me. And it's simply not true, but we, we do kind of feel that way. And I know that was one of the hardest things for me is, Mm. is to say, I only have five slots a week to do a networking connection call or a discovery call. And once those slots are full, I have to look at next week's schedule. Even if Mm. there's openings in my schedule, even if there's empty spaces that has to be delegated to something else. I, I can't have one week that's all networking and mm. then no client spots. Like it has to have that flow right. to it. Right. So I think reverse engineering is helpful with your calendar. You know, how many client spots do I need? How many work hours do I need? Um, schedule in your you time, schedule in the meditation time, schedule in the gym time, schedule in lunch with your partner time, schedule in fun social activities. And like you said about balance, don't just look at today, look Mm -hmm. at your whole week, look Mm -hmm. at your whole month Mm -hmm. and see how it flows. And if it's flowing good and, and you're feeling like, like you're balanced, you know, it's, it's an illusion, but you can feel more centered in your time management. If you look at that longer view. Right. Right. And, and also remember to schedule in free time, like nothing to do time. Uh, because sometimes I, I know with myself, if I'm like so scheduled with always things to do and it, then I just get overwhelmed and then I don't want to do anything. So like having that mm-hmm. time of like just nothing to do, this is just for whatever comes up and, and, and just to have some time to, to chill and not work or do anything. So yeah. important. We've just got a few minutes left. Um, I wanted to ask you, you, you practice what's called positive psychology. And I've heard positive psychology described sort of like normal psychology is somebody is having a problem functioning in daily life, and they're just trying to bring them up to like, you know, normal or ground zero, whereas positive mm-hmm. psychology is to go from zero, you know, up to 10 or whatever. So yeah. what kinds of positive beliefs uh, do you find are most helpful these days for people to install and 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 cultivate in their lives 
Well, first, I want to just say it's not about being happy all the time. Absolutely. But it's about having the tools to change your mindset. And mm. positive psychology is all about tools. Um, the most common being gratitude, forgiveness, um, really being able to bounce back, learn those lessons from harder things. Cause you know, face it, we, we all struggle. We mm -hmm. all have bad things happen to us to a certain mm -hmm. degree. So instead of dwelling on the past and trying to fix the past, positive psychology asks us to be prospective and look towards the future. And what lessons can we take from those bad events and make a gift in the future, find something positive from it in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when we come to life with the perspective that everything is here to serve us and to help us in some way, there is mm -hmm. always a gift we can find in there. It just may not be obvious with some of the difficult things, but there's always yeah. a gift. Suzanne, I apologize. We're out of time. If people want to learn more about you, get in touch with you, how would they do that? Uh, Suzanne Taylor King dot com and my newest um, creation for everyone is the mental fitness checklist which is available right on my website and basically just gives you a little head start to working on your mental fitness wonderful wonderful that's suzanne taylor king uh, i'll put it in the facebook comments um uh so you definitely want to check out her website um, any special events coming up? Anything you, you want to let our audience know about before we sign off? Well, like I said, if there's any coaches listening in who are interested in coach conversations with like minds, uh, I host that the third Wednesday of every wow. month. Just reach out to me. I'll send you an invite to that. And mm -hmm. I'm part of a couple amazing communities, uh, the livinghealthylist.com. Mm -hmm. And Cornelia Stephanie Media Group. Um, we have an app and um, lots of good things coming. Online courses are now available on my website. So it's just, Wonderful. it's been an amazing six months for me. Thanks. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on my show. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And I'm sure my audience are loving it. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. It. You're welcome. Um, and thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in today. Without you, there is no show. So I always appreciate you. Um, and listen, if anybody listening, if you missed any part of today's show, um, you can always catch the recording on talkradio.nyc. It will be posted probably tomorrow. And then the podcast is available on all the podcast platforms you can think of. Uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're all over the place. And if you, you find a podcasting app and you can't find the Conscious Consultant Hour on it, let me know. Email me at sam at the conscious consultant. Let me know what app you like to use. And I will be more than happy to make sure we get on there. So thank you all for tuning in. Stay tuned later today at 5 p.m. Of course, it's Frank about health with Frank Harrison, followed by Planet Pakalolo with Johnny Tsunami. Tomorrow, we've got Stephen Fry, um, 
Tommy Demisa with Philanthropy and Focus, uh, Stephen Fry with Always Friday, Jeremiah Fox with the Entrepreneurial Web, and then next week we do it all again. Make sure you catch the new show, uh, our brand new show on talkradio.nyc, The Edge of Every Day, Monday evenings. Now they're going to move their time slot just a little bit to 7 p.m. on Mondays. Hope you catch uh, Sandra Bargeman. She's wonderful. Had a conversation with her uh, last week or the week before last on my show. Anyway, take care, everybody. We will talk to you next week. run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.